If you already know the background on this case and don't need to hear a recap, skip to about nine and a half to 10 minutes. That's when we get into the new charges. Hello and welcome to this impromptu update episode. I may not sound as polished as usual because I have a few notes, I have some court documents, and we're just going to go over it really casually. I just want to update everybody, even though I legitimately don't have the time to do extra work this week. We're doing it anyway because this is important. It's important to keep everyone updated. And if I'm going to follow, current cases, I need to also follow through with any resolution with you. So that is the job I have taken on. So we are going to talk about the big updates in the Chad Daybell, Lori Vallow Daybell legal saga. I have been following this case through the legal process. I am not going to bore you with every motion that was made. It was a lot I have followed it all, but we're going to just get to what just happened. And this happened yesterday as I'm recording this, so May 25th. And it would have been J.J. Vallow's ninth birthday. A grand jury handed down indictments against Lori Vallow Daybell, his mother, and her current husband, Chad Daybell, and charged them with murder, among other charges. So I do want to give a quick timeline to catch everyone up. I have a long episode up already that covers leading up to the arrest of Lori Daybell. And then I have an update episode in the podcast feed about when the children were found on Chad Daybell's property in Idaho. The only way to sum up about two hours of content here is to do a very quick timeline. But if you want the whole story, more details than you need, check out those episodes of the podcast. I'll leave them linked in the description box. I'm also posting this on YouTube voiceover style. So if you are on YouTube, I'll still leave the links below. Maybe I'll post them on the YouTube channel if I haven't already. But Let's go back. We're going to start in 2001. Lori Vallow married Joseph Ryan. Joseph was Lori's third husband, and he adopted her son from her second marriage, Colby. And then they had a daughter together, Tylee. She was born in September 2002. They filed for divorce in 2004 with Lori accusing Joseph of abusing Colby. And there was a visitation battle between Lori and Joseph over Tylee at this point. And Something just to tuck in your brain, Lori's brother, Alex Cox, assaulted Joseph at some point in this not-so-amicable split. In 2018, Joseph did die of a heart attack, and it is still considered of natural causes, even with everything that has also happened. So divorced from Joseph, Lori Vallow married her fourth husband, Charles Vallow. That's where she gets her last name. And during their marriage, they adopted Joshua Jackson, who they called JJ. JJ was Charles's sister's grandson. So this was a kinship placement and kinship adoption in the family. And that allowed Charles's sister, Kay, and her husband, Larry, to just be JJ's grandparents. 
So they were the grandparents. Charles and Lori were the parents. JJ did have autism, and he may have been born with drugs in his system. In 2014, Charles and Lori move the family to Hawaii. And about a year into living in Hawaii, Lori started reading books by an author named Chad Daybell. And Chad Daybell is an LDS author who would write fictional apocalyptic plot lines. Lori wasn't just into the books in the sense that she was interested in the fiction. She was also very into this idea of it being the end of times. And Chad had a lot of theology of his own mixed with LDS theology in what that was going to look like. In about 2016, 2017, somewhere in there, the couple moved the family to Arizona. And Lori met Chad Daybell in person when he came to town to talk about preparing for the end times or some similar end-of-days topic. This would have been around 2018 that they met. It seems very likely they communicated online before this on some prepper websites and forums. They would also appear as guests together on podcasts of the same theme. Then in early 2019, Lori and her husband, Charles, separated, and there was a lot going on there. A lot of drama. Charles said he was afraid that Lori was having mental health issues because she talked about zombies and he had been taken over by a different spirit. So I would go and listen to the full episodes if you really want more information on that. One day in July 2019, Charles showed up at the house to pick up JJ and bring him to school. And Lori's brother, Alex Cox, the same one who assaulted the third husband, shot and killed Charles in the house claiming self-defense. The case is still under investigation. Within a couple of months of this, so September or maybe even late August, Lori moved with Alex and her kids to Rexburg, Idaho, and they lived very close to where Chad Daybell lived. And at this point, Lori and Chad started seeing each other more, the implication here being that the affair escalated at this point, which it is an affair because Chad was married to his wife, Tammy, who was the mother of their five children. In October 2019, Tammy Daybell, Chad's wife, died in her sleep just days after someone had shot at her. It was initially ruled natural causes, though no autopsy was done, and initially there was no link between the attempted shooting, which someone thought it might have just been a paintball that someone was playing a prank on her, and then her death a few days later. Connections were not made. So JJ's grandparents, Kay and Larry, hadn't heard from him in a while. They were used to pretty regular phone calls with him, and then they got less frequent, and then they suddenly stopped, and Lori just never was available for a phone call, and they got worried in November of 2019, but they didn't actually know where Lori lived. They didn't know she had moved to Idaho, but they found that out, so they called the Rexburg police and asked them to do a welfare check on JJ. The police went to the house, and JJ and Tylee were not there. Lori lied about where they were, saying that they were with their grandparents, then with a friend. 
And the next day, Chad and Lori left Idaho and went to Hawaii, where they got married just two weeks after Tammy's death. And they refused to tell Idaho investigators where the kids were. The investigation showed that no one had seen Tylee since early September and no one had seen JJ since late September 2019. They were missing for two months before the authorities were even aware. A month into the investigation into where the children were, Alex Cox, Lori's brother, who was a suspect in the death of Charles Vallow, died of a pulmonary embolism. It was ruled a natural death, and foul play is not believed to have occurred, though that was everybody's initial assumption in this case. Eventually, Lori and Chad went back to Hawaii where they were kind of laying low until they were discovered where they were, and Lori was arrested on child desertion charges and sent back to Idaho. She had been told to produce the children for the court, and she refused, and that is what led to the arrest. Chad also returned to Idaho, though he was not arrested just yet. That wouldn't happen until June 9th, 2020, when the police searched his property in Idaho using evidence from cell phone pings. They found J.J. Vallow and Tylee Ryan's remains on the property. Chad was arrested and charged with concealing evidence. Tylee was not quite 17 years old when she died, and J.J. was just seven. There was a lot of legal back and forth for both Lori and Chad, with them both being held in pretrial detention since their arrests. And it was a long 11 months of everyone waiting for murder charges, and now a grand jury did indict them on new charges, so let's go over those right now. I do have the documents. They are appearing on my screen to be a little blurry, so if I can get clearer ones, I will go ahead and put them up on the screen in YouTube. I will post them on social media. I'll do something if I can get ones that are a little bit clearer. So count one, conspiracy to commit first-degree murder and grand theft by deception. And these are obviously felonies. It reads, the defendants, Chad Guy Daybell, Lori, Noreen Vallow, and Alex Cox, deceased, and other co-conspirators, both known and unknown, Honor between the dates of October 26, 2018 and continuing until January 15, 2020, did willfully and knowingly conspire to commit the first-degree murder of Tylee Ryan and to commit grand theft by deception. So here are the really interesting things. They have a list of what they call overt acts. And this isn't a probable cause affidavit. We're not hearing a whole lot of the justification, the probable cause for the arrest, but we are hearing the overt acts that the grand jury is saying they find it likely that they did. The first one is that Chad and Lori endorsed and espoused religious beliefs for the purpose of encouraging and or justifying the homicide of Tylee Ryan. If we remember back to their theology, they believed that people were ranked in lightness and darkness. They could be taken over by spirits and be so kind of zombies, and the only way to free them from their zombie state is to actually physically kill their body so that then they're free. So that, I believe, is the religious beliefs they're referring to here. 
Then it says that on or about August 16th, 2019. So this is an important date because we know Tylee was alive for at least two weeks after this because she was photographed at Yellowstone in early September. So on August 16th, before Tylee Ryan's death, Lori changed the deposit for her Social Security benefits because Tylee was getting Social Security survivor benefits because her father died. She changed the deposit from Tylee's bank account to her personal bank account. So the money was taken from Tylee and sent to Lori. Then it says on or about September 1st, 2019, Lori moved from Chandler, Arizona to Rexburg, Idaho with Alex Cox, Tylee, and JJ. Then on or about September 8th, 2019, Chad googled SSW Wind and visited a website entitled What is the Definition of SSW Wind Direction? I'm sure the relevance of this will be made clear later, but this is the day that Tylee was last seen alive in Yellowstone, and Chad is Googling wind directions. The relevance isn't entirely clear here, but if I was going to speculate, we do know Tylee's remains were found burned to some degree, and Chad is Googling wind directions. I think it's possible that is somehow what is being referenced here, but we don't know. We don't have the context. We will find out down the road. That is honestly just my speculation here. And I always want to be clear when I'm just really speculating and not basing it on anything solid. So next on the list of overt acts is that on September 9th, which would be the next day, Alex Cox went to Lori's apartment Then between September 9th and then February 1st, 2020, Lori Vallow failed or refused to contact the Social Security Administration as required by law to inform them of Tylee Ryan's death. So they're saying she knew about her death from when it happened and up to her arrest and still collected the money. The last overt act on this count is that Lori Vallow received five monthly Social Security survivor benefits payments on behalf of Tylee, even though she knew she was dead. So that is the first count. So count two is saying that between the 8th and 9th day of September 2019, Chad and Lori had either killed Tylee Ryan and or assisted in the killing of Tylee Ryan and or encouraged the killing of Tylee Ryan and or commanded another to kill Tylee Ryan in violation of Idaho Code sections, blah, blah, blah. So we have count three, conspiracy to commit first-degree murder and grand theft by deception on the murder of J.J. Vallow. Again, the first overt act are the religious beliefs. The second one is about them moving. Then it says, on or about September 23rd, 2019, Alex Cox did take possession of J.J. Vallow. Then on or about November 26, 2019, Lori Vallow provided false and or misleading physical location of J.J. Vallow to law enforcement during a lawful investigation. The next overt act is that between September 23rd and then February 1st, 2020, Lori Noreen Vallow failed or refused to contact Social Security Administration as required by law to notify them of J.J.'s death. 
and that she did continue to collect four monthly Social Security survivor benefits on behalf of JJ and four monthly Social Security child and care payments. The survivor benefits, of course, being from Charles Vallow's death. Though everyone expected there to be charges in JJ and Tylee's death, it seemed a little bit less likely that there would be murder charges in Tammy Daybell's death. They did exhume her body to do a second autopsy. The results were in but never announced. But here we see we have a count of first-degree murder against Chad Daybell, Lori Vallow, and then also naming Alex Cox, who is deceased, as one of the co-conspirators. And this is a conspiracy to commit first-degree murder of Tammy Daybell. The overt acts, again, the religious beliefs justifying and or encouraging the homicide, the information about Lori moving to Rexburg, and then text messages between Chad and Lori regarding death percentages for both Tammy and JJ on July 30th, 2019. Both of them were still alive at this point. Then Chad Daybell obtained a burner phone on September 18th, 2019, and Alex Cox got one on October 9th, 2019. There were text messages between Chad and Lori about Tammy being in limbo and also that she was being possessed by a spirit named Viola. Now, we had this with Charles. He was being invaded with a spirit named Nick something. And now we have them saying the same thing about Tammy. And I already mentioned their belief was, according to Lori, that the physical body had to die to free someone from this. On September 8th, 2019, which is the same day Tylee was last seen, Chad Daybell signed an application with Tammy increasing her life insurance to the maximum allowed under her specific policy. Then on October 9th, they are charging that Alex Cox attempted to shoot Tammy and that he had done multiple internet searches on the 8th and the 12th, which included things about a gun and about shooting through a Dodge Dakota. He also went to the gun range in the months leading up to October 2019 when the attempted shooting of Tammy took place. There's also an attempted shooting accusation against Alex for an incident with one of Alex and Lori's nieces, ex-husbands, which is another story and another case altogether. Let's get back to Tammy's case. They said that Alex traveled from a sportsman warehouse to the vicinity of the Daybell residence on October 9th, 2019. My guess is they used cell phone records to know that, and that on the night of October 18th, Alex was in a church parking lot about two and a half miles from the Daybell residence. So this puts him at or near the property on the night someone tried to kill Tammy and the night she actually died. However, that is the conspiracy charge, the actual first-degree murder charge. That count is on Chad by himself. He has been charged with either killing Tammy or assisting in killing her, encouraging the killing of her, or commanded another to kill Tammy Daybell. So let's sum up the new indictments. Lori and Chad Daybell were indicted 
on a charge of conspiracy to commit first-degree murder for the death of Tylee Ryan. They were indicted on the charge of first-degree murder for Tylee Ryan, and Lori was charged with grand theft by deception. They were also indicted on charges of conspiracy to commit first-degree murder and the first-degree murder in the relation to the death of J.J. Vallow. Lori was also charged with grand theft by deception. Lori and Chad were then indicted on the charge of conspiracy to commit first-degree murder in the death of Tammy Daybell, and Chad was indicted on the charge of first-degree murder in the death of Tammy Daybell. And then we have insurance fraud charges. The penalty on the murder charges in Idaho can be life in prison without the possibility of parole or the death penalty. The state has 60 days to notify the defendants if they do plan on pursuing the death penalty. Alex Cox has been named in this because he is believed on the part of the state to be a co-conspirator in this. However, because he is deceased, he will not go to trial. We do not hold trials for people who have died. As I am recording this, we are waiting on their initial court appearances on these charges. They will happen within a few hours of me recording this, and it appears their arraignments will happen in June, which is when they will give their pleas. I'm going to predict with my true crime psychic powers that they're going to plead not guilty because that's what happens at every arraignment. And that is all for this update. When and if this gets pleaded out or goes to trial, I will do updates. Not sure if they'll just be addendums like this or if I will just take the old episode and the new information from trial and all the developments and do some massive four-parter. Who knows? This case is a difficult one for me because it does include two beautiful children who had big families who loved them, who would have taken them in, who would have provided for them if they knew that they needed it, two children who were dependent on a mother who now stands accused of killing them. And we have Tammy Daybell, who by all accounts was a wonderful person who was so adored by her family and her friends, who had so much more to do, who wanted to meet all of her grandchildren, who wanted to watch them grow up, and that was taken from her, allegedly, by the man she loved more than anyone else in this world. And then Charles Vallow, who all he wanted to do was get his wife help. He wanted to see the children safe, and see Lori mentally well. His case is still under investigation, but there may be charges in Arizona coming out dependent on what they learn. The death and destruction left in the wake of these two people and their belief system. It is mind-blowing. It is just such a deep tragedy that this case is very hard to look at objectively. And so I should probably take a big step back until the legal process is done and we know more or less what really happened here. But when we do find out what really happened here, I will bring you those updates. <laughs> 